श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्णा वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड द नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंदा भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपादा की जय चैप्टर 26 स्टिमुलेशन फॉर एक्सटैटिक लव एंड नेक्स्ट सेक्शन इज कॉल्ड कृष्णस flute As far as his flute is concerned it is said that the vibration of this wonderful instrument was able to break the meditation of the greatest sages Krishna was thus challenging Cupid by advertising his transcendental glories all over the world There are three kinds of flutes used by Krishna one is called venu one is called murali and the third is called vamshi venu is very small not more than 6 inches long with 6 holes for whistling murali is about 18 inches long with a hole at the end and 4 holes on the body of the flute this kind of flute produces a very enchanting sound the vamshi flute is about 15 inches long with nine holes on its body krishna used to play on these three flutes occasionally when they were needed krishna has a longer vamshi which is called mahananda or sammohini when it is still longer it is called akarshini when it is even longer it is called anandini the anandini flute is very pleasing to the cowherd boys and is technically named vamshuli these flutes were sometimes bedecked with jewels sometimes they were made of marble and sometimes of hollow bamboo When the flute is made of jewels it is called sammohini when made of gold it is called akarshini hmm. Krishna's buffalo horn Krishna used the buffalo horn as a bugling instrument This instrument was always highly polished and circled with gold bands and on the middle there was a hole regarding these instruments there is a metaphorical statement about a gopi named taravali it is said that taravali was bitten by the most venomous snake of krishna's flute then in order to neutra- neutralize the poisonous effect she drank the milk produced by the buffalo horn in the hand of krishna but instead of decreasing the poisonous effect it increased it a thousand times the gopi was thus put into the most miserable poisoned condition hmm. wow next the attraction of krishna's leg bells A certain gopi once stated to her friend, quote, 
my dear friend, when I heard the sound of the bell, of the leg bells of Shri Krishna, I immediately started to go out of the house to see him. But, but most regrettably, my superiors were present just before me at that time, and I could not go out. Next, Krishna's corn shell. Krishna's corn shell is known as Panchajanya. This Panchajanya conch is also mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna sounded it before the battle of Kurukshetra. It is said that when Lord Krishna blows on his transcendental conch shell, the wives of the demons become subject to abortions and the wives of the demigods become blessed with all auspiciousness. In this way, the sound of Krishna's conch shell used to vibrate and circulate all over the world. Next, Krishna's footprints. It is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam that when Akrura, who drove Krishna from Vrindavana to Mathura, saw the footprints of Krishna on the land of Vrindavana, his ecstatic love for Krishna increased so much that the hairs on his body stood up. His eyes became over-flooded with tears, and in such ecstasy he jumped out of the chariot and fell down on the ground and began to chant. How wonderful this is! How wonderful this is! Similar feelings were expressed by the gopis when they were going to the bank of the Yamuna and saw Krishna's footprints in the dust. When Krishna walked on the ground of Vrindavana, the marks of his soul, flag, thunderbolt, fish, a rod for controlling elephants, and a lotus flower, would be imprinted upon the dust of the land. The gopis became overwhelmed simply at seeing those marks on the ground. Next, Krishna's places of pastimes. One devotee has exclaimed, quote, Oh, I have not as yet visited the wonderful places where the pastimes of the Lord were performed. But simply by hearing the name of Mathura, I have become overwhelmed with joy. Next, Krishna's favorite plant, Tulsi. Lord Krishna is very fond of Tulsi leaves and buds. Because Tulsi buds are usually offered up to the lotus feet of Krishna, a devotee once prayed to the, to the Tulsi buds to give him some information about the lotus feet of the Lord. The devotee expected that the Tulsi buds would know something about the glories of Lord Shri Krishna's lotus feet. 
Hmm. And finally, not finally, Krishna's devotees. One may sometimes become overwhelmed with joy by seeing a devotee of the Lord. So Krishna's devotees is a stimulation for ecstatic love. When Dhruva Maharaj saw two associates of Narayana approaching him, he immediately stood up out of sincere respect and devotion and remained before them with folded hands, but because of his ecstatic love, he could hardly offer them a proper reception. There is a statement by a gopi who addressed Subal, a friend of Krishna. My dear Subal, I know that Krishna is your friend and that you always enjoy smiling and joking with him. The other day I saw you both standing together. You were keeping your hand upon Krishna's shoulder and both of you were joyfully smiling. When I saw the two of you standing like that in the distance, my eyes at once became overflooded with tears. Unquote. Hmm. This is the last. The special days for remembering Krishna. There are many statements about the festive days in connection with Krishna's different activities. One of these festive days is Janmashtami, the day of Krishna's birth. This Janmashtami day is the most opulent festival day for the devotees and it is still observed with great pomp in every Hindu house in India. Sometimes even the devotees of other religious groups take advantage of this auspicious day and enjoy the performance of the ceremony of Janmashtami. Ecstatic love for Krishna is also aroused on the days of Ekadashi, which are other festive days in connection with Krishna. Okay, next chapter is called, is chapter 27, Symptoms of Ecstatic Love. Now, for this chapter, we will have a disclaimer in the beginning of the episode and in the end of the episode. Disclaimer shall be that if you are not a practitioner of Krishna consciousness and if you have come across this episode out of the blue, please like... I don't know, I, w- I will make something up because we're going into some very, very confidential and uh, high topics. Jay, I honestly, I think that the last time I read this book, I was 15, actually. This is the first book I started reading after I received initia- initiation. Pranama Mantra from my Guru Maharaj, 
this was 2010, and Guru Maharaj, when he gave me Pranama Mantra, he told me to study Srila Prabhupada's books, and I started with Nectar of Devotion. And I read it from cover to cover at that time. So that's like 13 years ago, right? And uh, after that, I didn't read it again. I uh, I was studying it for ne- for Bhakti Shastri. There's a Nectar of Devotion study in Bhakti Shastri, but we study only up to 19th chapter. And after that, I did not study further. And... Uh, I honestly, I've never. I I remember reading some other chapters like Krishna's qualities. At other times, but the second part of the book and I recently we published yesterday we published a post on our Instagram and Facebook where we gave quotes. Shri Prabhupada he wanted us to study this book very diligently to read it many times. Every single chapter, if we don't understand something, just read it again and again and again. And it it was meant to be the law book of the Krishna consciousness movement. And I even remember Shivaram Maharaj one time in Kar- during Kartik in Vrindavan, during Parikrama, he was saying that we should know by heart nectar of devotion. And I was like, wow. But you know, it's one of those things that you feel so inspired, but then nothing happens because it's um, meaning like at that time I was very um, inspired. Wow, knowing Nectar of Devotion by heart, but uh, didn't take any actions. So now reading this book, I realized that it's really, really important for devotees. And this book is freely available. It's not like if somebody is not practicing bhakti yoga in ISKCON, Krishna consciousness, then you're not supposed to read this book. Um, there are even quotes where Srila Prabhupada, he suggested that this book should be studied in universities, that this book can give more elaboration on just the topic of devotion to God. What does it mean? And it's freely distributed on the streets during the book distribution. So this book is really for everyone. But uh, I would still like to make a disclaimer for people who would hear it out of context. uh, So that it would not be misunderstood. Yeah. Jai. Okay. So we shall continue tomorrow. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna.